with Master Psychic Lana Duncan Hartgraves. Lana has been a practicing psychic for over 25 years and has the gifts of clairaudience, clairvoyance, and clairsentience. She is an empath, a medium, as well as a pet communicator and health advisor. If you want to know more about what she does, check her out at www.enchantedsky.com. Hey, good. Welcome in. Uh, this is Metaphysical Meanderings right here. We've got live our good friend, the master psychic, Lana Duncan Hargraves, talking about astrology transits, October 23rd to 24th. And look who's here. Susie Evolutionary. Hey, yes. hey, hey. Uh, hi. Yep. Hi, guys. Um, you know, I know there's a lot going on astrologically, so that's why I invited her because she can explain it better than me. And um I was wrong at something and I thought I was right. And I, I see, I don't know my transits. I just know something I was going to get ready to go direct, but I was early. So or late later than she said. So but she, uh, I don't know transits. I will admit that to anybody that I don't know all my transits, but um, welcome Susie. How you doing? Um, I'm well, thank you. And don't be hard on yourself because there's a gazillion things going on. And there has been the, the summer was Mr. Toad's wild bride and, uh, uh and, you know, as we can see out in the collective, if you don't live under a rock, it's been a little explosive. Um, we're in the middle of eclipse season. Uh, Pluto went um, in one week. We had uh, a new moon in Aries, which can be, you know, combustive. And then Pluto had gone direct. Uh, Mars moved into Scorpio. That that's all a lot. And uh, when Pluto's going direct, it's also squaring the nodal axis right now, which so there's a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm having conversations with other astrologers and they're like, woohoo, Capricorn is going to leave Aquarius in spring. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's going back in September. It's yeah. such a Mr. Toad's wild ride right now. It is. So. It is. And uh, for the people that are on TikTok, if you want to go and see on my screen and see what's going on, go to YouTube, Atlanta's and Janet Sky, or go to 216 The Net, and you can go live there. You can see my screen because TikTok does not have the capabilities of going to the rest of the things on StreamYard. So just thought I would tell. That's crazy. Guys. But yeah, of well, course. They, they can't see it. So, and that's okay, I guess, right? But of course, if you look down at the bottom of the screen, uh, diamondsnaturalstore.com for all your fur babies, healthy diet needs. And we thank them for their support. Susie's great. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. A lot of Sue's on this show today. It's good. <laughs> That's okay. I, you know, I, like I was telling, I, you know, I was talking to Susie and I noticed that people think that they don't affect you. And that's what really gets me because you know anything about this, the more you get into this, the more you realize it. I, we were talking where the Pisces, it was a full moon in Pisces and I couldn't turn my psychic ability off and I'm a Pisces moon. I could not turn it off. I'm very good at turning it off you guys. And, um, I just couldn't, it just, it was too much for me. And I just, I got really tired. I was sleeping. So these things do make a difference. So I just thought I would go through with some of the things. Um, so 
I know Pluto's gone direct. I know it's very, very progressive time. Um, to explain a little bit more about the Pluto thing, because I, it's just, to me, it's a big deal. So I, I, I really do because it's long, it's going to last a long time. Well, I mean, it is a big deal. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. Um, and so, you know, we saw it kind of dip into Aquarius, uh, and then dip back out and then go retrograde in Capricorn. You know, Capricorn is a wonderful sign on a personal level. Um, I have a lot of Capricorns in my life because it's the opposite of cancer. We kind of had that conversation last time I was on the podcast. Um, so I love Capricorn. Um, and I think they're one of my, I like to call them my creme brulee, uh, sides. They might, they, sometimes they come out a little, they come off a little tough, um, on the outside. That's because they are hiding and protecting a very warm gooey inside. So I love Capricorns. Capricorn in the collective Pluto is a generational planet in your chart. Um, it's going to show you your personal power, but when it's transiting in the sky, like whatever it's doing right now in our sky, that's a collective, that's a collective energy. And so we see that a lot played out, um, globally, uh, and it moves whole dynamics. It's not really generational because Pluto can stay in a sign so long that it encompasses more than one generation. Yes. Um, but Isn't what it progressive isn't it very like when it goes direct, it's like no, Pluto is a, it's our slowest moving planet it takes 225 years for it to go around completely. Yes. So what we're seeing right now with a lot of the discombobulation in the United States is because the United States is having its Pluto return. Oh, yes, <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. Um, so what happens is in, in a, it, to give another example of that, um, you know, the Roman empire, when it had its Pluto return, definitely did some deconstructing and some reconstructing. Mm. And that's what Pluto is about. It's about Pluto is it, it's, it's power. Um, it can be psychic ability in the, in the personal chart. Um, yes. but when we talk about it as power, um, and what we're seeing now and in a Capricorn Capricorn likes really traditional older things. It likes, it favors the patriarchy. So what we are seeing right now in some of like even the laws that have been going on is what I like to say that is the Capricorn patriarchy realizing it's about to move into Aquarius. Exactly. Which is the humanitarian sign that is the, that's going to be power for the people. And so the powers that be that would like it more in the old structure in the old hierarchy are gasping for breath and doing some crazy um, going yep. backwards with our laws and whatnot instead exactly forward as a society. Yep. I, you know, I always tell Susie, it's like, I, I, I understand astrology as far as the signs, but of the transits, I don't always understand, but I know mm -hmm. what's coming. And so, I keep saying that it's going to be so progressive. It's going to blow people's minds because the old people that know they're losing control are trying to keep control, but they aren't going to be able to. That's exactly right. That's exactly and, right. With the age of Aquarius coming and we're really right into the middle, it's going to be progressive. It's going to be, you're going to see, mm -hmm. you're going to be very, very surprised. Right. And I always say this, it's the age of Aquarius that the, that, that anything that doesn't promote love cannot stand. So anything that is, that is evil will be exposed and all that. So. Well, the evil being exposed right now too, is a lot of Neptune and retrograde. Neptune creates fog. So when it goes into retrograde, we have more clear sight and it's harder to hide a lie. Neptune yeah. is really associated with lying. And so how and long does that stay in? 
Um, uh, Neptune will be in retrograde for a little while. We have so much in retrograde, so they're going to slowly go, <laughs> go direct, yeah. right? Saturn will go direct, um, I believe, right? I, it's about New Year's Eve. Um, I think that's the one that you were uh, we were discussing I earlier. Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I it's, it's off on that. So a little bit on the time because she's like, it went direct now. And I went, I thought it didn't go back direct till the end of January, but I think I have the different, a different planet. I knew it was going direct. I just got the wrong date. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, astrology, I always like to say astrology is the goodwill hunting map. Yes. There's yes. so many layers. It's not, it's not the, the, the easy generalized. I get nuts. I have to block people on TikTok because they're like, all Geminis are horrible and all Scorpios are evil and all cancers are crybabies. And I'm like, that is not astrology. That no. is, that is the, the horoscopes in the back of our mom's magazines. Yes. Baloney <laughs> that did the worst thing ever for astrology. So hey, remember when you would open up the newspaper way back when there were still newspapers, yeah. you would yeah. see your daily astrology and know mm -hmm. that it wasn't accurate. Because I never won that lottery. Not once when it told me I would. I know right. it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and plus when you're looking at a horoscope, you want to be looking for your rising. So um, that's exactly I always look yeah. at my I am so Capricorn. Like I'm a sad. But man, everything is very Capricorn for me. Well, there, and the reason you want to look at your rising, because your rising decides where your houses are. So like this eclipse that's coming next yes, um, yes. On, the, on the 28th, that's happening at five degrees of Taurus. So wherever you have five degrees of Taurus, that house holds its own subjects. Um, you know, oh, okay. So explain that a little bit more. So sure. supposedly we have a... Taurus in our North node and it's not a real high degree. No. So, so we're having a full moon in Taurus. Taurus North node is going will to that be really affected or no. Well, we don't have our node. Our nodes moved into Aries and Libra in July, which is why Capricorn um, Pluto gasping for its last breath is a little bit more explosive because it's squaring those nodes. Exactly. What does that mean? By squaring? What does that mean? Squaring means when something is, I'm going to make it really easy. So if something is in the same sign and five degrees, it's holding hands, it's conjunct. If okay. something is in the same element, so if it's in the same, if it's all in water and it's within five degrees, it's trining. And that's the, I love you. I love you more conversations between planets. Okay. okay. Um, okay. A square is when it's in the same modality. So you have cardinal, okay. mutable, and uh fixed and remember i've got people that don't know any of this right so your capricorn <laughs> cancer aries and libra are all cardinal signs those are the movers the doers sometimes they little suffer with the follow-through but they're the movers the doers they're the, i'll start i'll go and okay. so when anything is in the same modality within five to eight degrees i like to keep a small orb um yes. Yes. Um, it's squaring, which means they're on the different angles. If the wheel is a four cut pieces of pie, then yes. if it's on, right. So they, they are squaring each other. Squarings create challenges. They feel combative to some people. They go, oh no, it's a square. But those are the things that are supposed to move us, move us personally, move okay. us as a society because uh, change rarely comes from complacency. So the okay. challenges are there to help us not hurt us. Yes. I've got a I've got a question I got a, from a fan on uh, TikTok. They said that they're they have a 21 to Taurus in Jupiter. Does that mean anything? I mean, sure, it means a lot of things. It also That's depends. What I'm on saying with this this transit. Well, so this eclipse, um, it's a full moon, so the sun will be at five degrees uh, Scorpio, and the moon will be at uh, five degrees 
um, in Taurus, but Taurus okay. is uh, it conjunct that moon in Taurus is conjunct Jupiter at 11 degrees okay. and in retrograde. And then the sun is conjunct both Mercury and Mars, which can be explosive conversations. And then the, the Jupiter expands things. So the emotions can feel big. And then poof, comes the Scorpio yes. communication with a little... Yes. You know, little cinnamon pepper on it. Right. Right. So if you're at 21 degrees, you, um, you, that whatever your placement is won't really be affected because it's too far in orbs, orbs, every, got it. Right. All right. Every sign has 30 degrees, (laughs) but the house is the subject matter. So it's happening in your, if that, um, she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure a lot of people are. So if if it's if you hear, oh, there's a full moon and it's the Taurus Scorpio, which those are opposites, that's why it's an axis. Um nice. if you hear that, but you're not within zero to like eleven degrees, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's and even if it is, even if it's at five degrees, full moons come to culminate cycles so that we can let go. If you imagine there's stuff that you want to get rid of and you you put it yes. on the shore of, of water. I'm so lost. I'm so yeah. lost. See, yeah, there, me, Bob, so many people, you know, guys, astrology, it takes years and years to learn this. Mm-hmm. But so it's real hunting. What happened with the, uh oh, we lost you for a minute. Um, what do you think is going to happen then with this full moon for most people? there. Well, that? That, that's the thing. Astrology is so individual. It's not I a most people kind of situation. Um, I can tell you, hi, Shauna. Um, I can tell you that uh, if, if it's happening, if you have five degrees in the first house, this is going to be about um, something that you want to let go of physically okay. about that's just you. That's very personal. If it's in the second house, it can absolutely um, bring an end of a cycle to financial cycles that you've had because that is your financial access in the third house that's going to be about probably letting go about whatever you're not talking about again how it aspects the different planets in your chart this is going to be different fourth house is home fifth house is oh my god it's it's kids it's uh sexual relations it's romance it's risk it's gambling uh sixth house is health um so uh because we have mars you're going to have an inflammation between Mars and Jupiter. You're going to have infl- a, a bigger inflammation in whatever house the subject. Seventh is uh, relationships. And those are committed relationships, not just romance, not flirting. Eighth house is psychology. It's taxes. It's whose money are you joined to? Um, ninth house is learning and ideologies. Tenth is career. Eleventh is like your friends and family. And twelfth is psychic abilities the things we can't see yeah i got a question for you really fast so you guys so with the age of aquarius is it good now that pluto's going direct and if you're an aquarius or an, an, an air sign pluto again pluto going direct is such um it it depends on whether it's hitting your Pluto is a very small orb. If I'm doing a personal reading, I'm giving like two or three degrees for you to feel a Pluto transit. If it's sitting on your sun, you're just going to be glad that it's off in retrograde. Like Capricorns in late degrees, they're probably going to throw a party when it moves into Aquarius. Right. 
Yeah, I, I just, I, I see, this is what I see psychically. And so you guys have to understand that I, she's the expert astrologer, but I'm just the medium. And so I see it, but I There's can't no just in that sentence. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know, we're opposites. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand what's going on and what's happening. And then what I do is I kind of look for the astrology of it. Mm -hmm where Susie looks at the astrology and then uses it. She does it. Opposite. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a combination. I would say I'm really lucky to have a varied toolbox. Um, but, uh, yes. so when it moves into Aquarius, which it will not permanently without looking back to Capricorn until November 18th of 2024, okay. um, uh, it's going to take one little last Capricorn's going to have one little last hurrah in uh, yes. September to November next year. Um, we move into Aquarius. It will stay there for 20 years. Um, when it does, it's going to slowly transform the power back into the people. Yep. It's not going to move in and miraculously fix all of our problems, no. our food insecurities as a country or anything else, our homelessness problem. But we will start to get solutions. Aquarius is a solution-based sign. Remember, I have said can't that from 24 to 26 is going to be it's going to blow our minds that's when this transit start this is all yeah. starts okay so i've i've got a question and okay. i'm a husband so you, you may have covered this and i missed it uh so uh if you're let's say your moon is in virgo how do you know what well how do you know what house it's in how which one of the 12 houses what what is you would have to know your birth time yep um for your rising sign if anybody does not have their chart you can go on astro.com but you can also email me i will just mm -hmm. send you a chart um yeah it only takes a couple minutes yeah i think it, i think i send them usually to um a Astro cafe astrology yeah i mean i i have all the software so i mean i, I would yeah. be if you want to if you just need a chart it all depends on your rising sign so i'm a virgo rising and uh -huh. also your rising sign if you're a taurus rising and this eclipse is hitting if you're below five degrees if you're five degrees it's going to happen in your 12th house which is a very yeah. different subject matter mm -hmm. than um, if you're uh, beyond five degrees, five yeah. degrees or more, it's happening in your first. So if you're a Virgo moon, you'll only know where your house is when you know what your rising is. Okay. Yeah. I do um, know what my rising is, but I don't know where I put it. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I had you look it up, remember? I know. I always get emails for you. You know, I looked it up with him using his name. Yeah. And now I get things that say, hey, Kent, all the time. Uh, email oh, you should. Let me I'm, know. Yeah. I saw a question that said they didn't know their birth time. We do something called rectification. It's something I do for clients. I've worked with people who are adopted and don't know. Um, I worked with people who it was such crazy chaos at the hospital that like three different people swear on times mm -hmm. that are hours apart. Um, there are ways that we can see the older you are, the little easier it is because there'll be a time that you like move according to your chart, your chart progresses and we can see events and then time them. I it takes know. a long time, but you can get a, you can get a, at least a very, very close birth time. Yes. Um, I guess somebody asking is arising and ascending the same. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed, this is what I tell people. If you don't know your time, what you do is you pick a time and then see how close it matches you. That's what I, I I've done. And for some people, it seems like that works for them. So that, I mean, I personally can't recommend that, but, but because that there's so much that's the houses you could, there's so many things that can, uh, a Sagittarius in the fourth house. Um, which would give you a completely different, if your Sagittarius sun is in the fourth house, 
Um, you could feel like a cancer and then put your rising sign to, to, you know, give you an abundance of cancer someplace Mm -hmm. and feel like, Oh, that's it. But it, the fourth house can like the houses matter so much. So yeah, rectification a hundred percent. And there's lots of, uh, I do that, but there's also lots of astrology. You can just look up astrologer rectification. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because um, it's going to make a difference where those transits, if you're going to yes, buy a house, gosh, all of that. They're on your birth certificate. Yes. Yeah, somebody just asked me. Yes. And that's okay. not always. But two of my kids have it and one doesn't. You know what? I found that a lot of people that don't live in the United States, especially if they're in uh, South America, they don't have the time. Yeah. Um, I had a friend from um, the, the Caribbean. She didn't have it on there either. Yeah. So it depends on, you know, and, and then on top of it, you could be off. Like, I can't believe I was off by oh, eight goodness. minutes. I did not know. I didn't. I thought I was sure it was a certain time and I looked it up and it changed a couple of my signs by eight minutes. So eight, eight minutes would change like your vertex and your moon. It, um, yes. If you had any planets close to 29 degrees, but what it mostly is going to change is your rising. Gotcha. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I've got it. So mine, uh, my moon is in Virgo and my ascension's in Aquarius. Okay. So, that- so if you're ascending Aquarius, um, then your Virgo moon is going to end up being, give me one second. You're probably in the, I would say the 10th house. What degree? Does it, does right. it, it should have degrees on there, dear. Yeah. Oh, Oh, uh, let me see. Hold on. I got uh, for my moon. Yep. It's um, 15 degrees. Okay. So depending on your ascendant degree, that moon is going to land you either uh, in your, your either very late eighth to, and depending on your houses are different. Everybody's houses are different sizes compared to where you, where you live. Okay. To the hemisphere, uh, to the equator. So um, you you could be very late eight degree uh, eighth house, or you could be uh, probably ninth and possibly tenth. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. And you do understand that some people don't even understand the houses. And yeah. so explain mm-hmm. that really fast, because there. I mean, some people are just like, "Oh my God, this is so overwhelming." It can be, but explain the houses to them so they understand that what that means. Oh gosh, I don't think I could explain the houses in the like under two minutes. I'm trying to talk like the matchbox matchbox guy here, and if you're old, you understand that reference. Um, uh, so the houses are when we talk about the rising sign when you are born. The eastern on the easternmost horizon, there is a constellation, a sign, and that assigns you your ascendant. Um, uh, yes. it's, it's sunrise someplace. You know how they say it's five yes. o'clock somewhere? It's sunrise someplace. So that um, from there uh, are your houses because we live on a round spherus. <laughs> we live on a globe. You know, I thought we had so your chart is round. Yeah. We thought we did flat earth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it was flat earth, you're, you're, it would be called a uh, natal square instead of a natal exactly. wheel. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So like one, like one of your houses, I know the 12th house is the house of spirituality and it's, it's know, many things. Yeah. And so they're, all of them have a different assignment so that you guys understand. So one is for home and family. One is it's like that 10th house is usually your midheaven. And so, um, and that can be having to do with work and kind of thing, but anyway, um, so 
anyway, so really fast. Um, so we've got this eclipse. So it should, so it's going to affect people a lot, a little. I know I'm going to tell you this last eclipse I had, this lunar eclipse I had was when Jesus came to me and talked to me. And I just, it was life-changing, like, oh my God. And you know what I'm saying? And I, it had to have been in the right spot. I just didn't even pay attention. And that's it. Um, you know, it's, uh, find an astrologer. It, because the thing is, is like, I just had a reading with somebody yesterday. This eclipse is happening in their sixth house. And the last time we spoke, she sees me once a month just for 15 minutes, a half an hour. And last time we spoke, I said, just let's, let's keep an eye on your health. You have some transits coming up. And then she says, well, I had to go to the hospital, like, you know, and I had this and that. And now, so now this eclipse is happening in her, uh, the ruler of her sixth house is heavily involved. So it, it, even if it's not happening in your sixth house, if the ruler of your sixth house, which is a whole other thing, um, it depends on how it hits your chart. It depends on how close it is to your, um, you know, your, your planets and what planets. Yes. You know? and. So if you do end up with something that could be bad, can, how can you offset it? Well, bad is relative. Um, it, everything that comes to us, especially full moons, come to take things away. Uh, for us, universe wants to help us. This full moon is happening in a fixed sign. So yes. the things that universe, astrology, astronomy is coming to help move out of our lives are probably things that are harder to let go of because fixed signs, cardinal signs are like, yes, let's move it. And mutables kind of don't care. The fixed signs, which are uh, Taurus and Scorpio, of course, and Aquarius and Leo, they don't, it's change is a little harder for them. Uh, you know, there's a resistance. So we have something that's resistant to move depending on the subject of the house. And then we have Jupiter expanding the emotion about that resistance to move. And then we have, you know, the, the vital energy, the sun, tiny bit our ego, that's debatable, but attached to Mars and Mercury, which is speaking whatever is uh, feeling like it's inflaming you. Yes. So, so I got somebody that's asking, so generally, can you like, so it, it is coming into Scorpio. So she wants to know, is this good time? Is this a good season for me? I, I guess we'd have to take a look at your at her chart better, you know? And, but and also, you know, it, it depends on your angles, but uh, Scorpio is ruled by both Mars and Pluto. So it, it wants you to go to the depths so you can understand what the best thing to change is. Um it's still a fixed sign, but it's willing, you know, it knows how to like, it knows how to sit in its wounds so it can examine and, and be aware. Uh, Taurus really prefers to, to see stability as things not changing. And the one thing in life we can kind of guarantee is that it will change. Yes. And so um, there's, there's that polarity in that resistance there uh between the two signs and then we have jupiter and mercury and mars all in the mix yes. um and at the same time uh depending you could have all cardinal stuff uh whatever's in those houses still wants to move and we still have you know the node squaring pluto yes. um yes. 
So depending where that's hitting in your chart, I don't, I love a full moon. Listen, I love a full moon. Um, it, 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 I was going to say before, it's like if you put a bunch of stuff on the sand in, in at the shoreline um, and you just want to be, and you know, you, your mind knows you have to be done with it. Your heart's like, okay, I can get with that. I can just, get, and you just need that last thing because every time you turn around, it's still there and it's stuck in the sand and the waves come and take it out for you. And if you can look at a full moon like that, as help. Um, I know it's been, I I'm telling you, I didn't realize that some of these eclipses and things really play on you. I, I, you know, I know, Oh, I know it's coming, whatever, but mm -hmm. I paid more attention to it now and I'm noticing a huge difference. Now, before we go, well, how do we get a hold of you? Because I've got a couple people asking. Oh, SusieEvolutionary.com And Susie is spelled as you see it on the screen. As SusieEvolutionary.com is the, just the easiest way you can contact me through there. I have my socials attached, all of that. So, um, and you can book an appointment. I'm also on YouTube. I'll actually be on YouTube later today doing uh, earth signs for October. Um, and I'm a trauma informed uh, metaphysical practitioner and astrologer. So we work, uh, we work within a safe space and I'm happy to say like I can help give tools for when those moments hit and they feel a little crunchy um, so that we can, you know, the best thing we can do is have awareness for things. Yes. Um, yes. And anyone who's willing to, to be aware that at that point we can take it gentle and slow and get you to the life that most aligns with your chart and with your soul. Yep. Thank you very much, Susie. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, did I? Okay. So I'm going to take readings now and um, hold on here. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll figure out how to see myself off. <laughs> I think you can click off. Can you click? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Susie. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before I start, I'm getting a lot of people going. Did you predict what's going on right now? I know I do predictions before I, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to take questions. I always, they're always free on the podcast. Always. Um, we had, we had, a, we had a coffee accident here. Did Oh, did you, you did? Oh, that was why. Oh, okay. You, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't have told me that before the show. Lana. Well, I didn't. <laughs> hey, people put me on the spot like that all the time. Right now, people are putting me on the spot. They want to know more about um, what's going on with Israel. And remember, I predicted I saw tanks in the desert, and I don't know why. You did. You did. I, and I can, I can pull that up, too. Yes. And I know. Yeah. Yes, because he's wondering. They're also wondering. A lot of people are wondering also about... Um, about the speaker. Now, if you were to think back, when I predicted the speaker thing, this when he became the speaker, I said, I don't understand. I don't think he was going to be speaker because I don't see him. And now he's gone. And so I do see this other guy and I, and I did, can describe him and it does look like he will be speaker, but there's another person involved. And I don't understand that. I don't get this. I don't understand. I know Hakeem Jeffries was involved somehow, possibly, and all this stuff. But and I get well, well, maybe that's it. But there's somehow somebody else involved. But I do see him. They showed me, and they, they describe. You know, like I can see it in my head, and I'm describing him. And then I look at a picture. I'm like, yeah, that's who I'm seeing. So I do think eventually he will be elected. Um, they might get rid of him too. I mean, this this is just a mess. And you have to remember, it's the age of Aquarius. Yeah. Nothing that does, if it does not produce love, it will fall, it will crumble upon itself. 
Okay. Any UAW up strike updates? Now, remember, I said three. And I wanted to say three months, but I scared the heck out of people. So I said three weeks, I thought, but I know it's three. Yeah. Uh, I still say there's something that's, I don't know if it has something to do with the UAW strike. Something's important the 24th of October. I just don't understand what. So that is a prediction. I It may be, have, it doesn't feel like it's something to do with the strikes. So, okay. Which, you know, if it's, if they settle at the 23rd, we heard out, heard at the 24th and there's the three. Yeah. And I do do that sometimes. Well, I'll be like, because remember with uh, when we had that implosion of that submarine, I said it was something about two. What well, happened on the 22nd, um, on the second day at two o'clock, <laughs> we were, I was laughing. I'm like, well, there, there's the twos. You know, sometimes I don't always understand the number I see. I try to be as accurate as I possibly can, but sometimes they just give me that, you know, and that's what I get. All right. So. Okay. Um, yes, I'm going to take questions. So go ahead and you guys can ask them. We've still got a few minutes here. So. All right. Here we go. Uh, question. Uh, may I ask, uh, what are uh, Ishan's feelings or thoughts towards me presently? Ishika says. Okay. Ishika. Um, he doesn't want to go too fast. He wants to take it kind of slow and he wants to look at options. I don't know what that means. Mm. So, but yeah, you, you might know what that means. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, don't push him. He doesn't want to be pushed. It's kind of like the feeling I'm getting. Okay. Ishika. All right. Um, Haley wants to know if she's going to be successful in medical coding. You are, it's going to take a long time though, or a while to get trained and find your, you know, or, well, if you're not already trained, but to find a job, it's going to be a little bit longer than you would care for, but you will get one. You're just going to have to, um, you're just going to have to uh, grin and bear it because there's something coming. It's just going to take a little longer than you want. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, Sean says, hi, Lana. Uh, bless you, ma'am. Uh, been with you two years. Uh, you're definitely a vessel of the most high. <laughs> Kindly requesting a reading for a Virgo Libra cusp this October. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I quit doing my cusps, didn't I? Um, because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm returning a lot back to some of my roots. Um, some people now, my astrologer friend does not believe in cusps. She's like, it's either you are, or you aren't, yeah. but if you're a cusp, you know, you're a cusp. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm a cusp. I'm a Sag Capricorn cusp. I, I just am. And they'll give you certain little idiosyncrasies of a cusp. And you, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't know. I just feel that they are. And he wants to know, I, I just, I haven't been using them. I haven't been doing them. I probably should because we are our own little entity and it only lasts, you know, four or five days. Whereas, yeah. so usually around the 17th or 18th to like the 22nd, 23rd. And for some people, it's a little different every, every month, every uh, sign is a little different, but I just, I'm just a believer in cusps. And so I get that a lot from astrologers all the time, but I, I just, I don't care. I just knowing that I am, I know my daughter's one and we, I don't know. So the jury's out on that, but I will say that, yes, I, I'm going to try to get back to my roots a little bit. You guys do know that I'm getting surgery in 11 weeks and I'm going to be off a little bit. And yeah. so what I'm going to do, I've decided is I'm going to pre-tape a lot of stuff. So that way, when you guys are, it'll be taping as I'm, I'm getting better. I, I perceive my surgery to go like my daughter's because my daughter had this surgery and she lost 178 pounds, but um, she lost a lot of weight. 
Uh, and she's very much like me. Like she has all of my allergies and you know what I'm saying? It's just weird. And she walks and talks like me. So I kind of think that probably this will go pretty smoothly because hers did. Um, she has to be very careful what she eats yet because like, I don't know if you guys know I'm getting weight loss surgery. So I'm tired of, I just, I've put all this weight on from having the kids. I can't get it off I'm getting older. I keep putting weight on. I'm done. <laughs> so you'll be watching my weight loss surgery uh, journey too, because yeah, after well. it's done, you're going to see your, yeah, I, I used to be very thin and yeah, very, very, very fit. Cause I was a tennis player. So, and I'm thinking I'm going to start playing some, I think I'm gonna play pickleball. Have you ever heard? There of you go. I love, pick, I, I, I went to join a league and was very discouraged by a couple of people's behavior at the pickleball. And so I kind of haven't been going, but I'm going to pick that back up. It's to me, after playing tennis competitively, pickleball is a very, very simple game to me. So, Easy mm -hmm. and it's okay though. All right. All right. Shaw, uh, let's see. Melissa, Melissa okay. says, uh, we're looking to sell a business property. Should we go with the first agent we meet, we met with? Felt good vibes. I want you to be careful. I don't know why. Um, Melissa, I know you got really good vibes with that agent. I feel like she's very, or he or she, yeah. Um, I feel like that one, is it a she? It seems like it's a she. I don't know. Um, is very, very pulled, like very, very busy, 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 busy. You might go with the second one. Okay. Um, let's hit, let's hit Hawk's Nest question because like they're on YouTube. And so sometimes you guys do know, sometimes you ask a question and you just donate a little money to me. So go ahead and, um, What's that say? Lana, is uh is is it Chris? Oh, it's Christina. Are we close to my son's Nathan getting oh the football scholarship? Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. We are excited, nervous, and scared. I'm a cap, and so you're a planner, and you are absolutely right because I'm a I'm a planner too. Um, I'm like as a cap rising. Um you've still got a couple of months. I still say in January, about third week of January into February, you're gonna know. Okay. So just remember that that's around the time Hawk's nest. Okay. All right. Good morning, Autumn. Okay. So I got one question here. It's very interesting. Uh, Seshi tech, what should I teach? I feel like you're teaching, you might be doing something to do with writing or English. There's something around that. If not look into that, I think you have a knack for that. You might be a writer. Okay. Mm, just a nice. thought. Okay. Maria Garcia says, hi, Lana. Do you see me getting a raise or promotion at my present job? Yes, but it's not until March or April, Maria. If you wait it out, you'll get it. But it's just, uh, in that file, it's only four months away. It's not that far. Okay. Nice. All right. Tracy Bradley says, what direction should I go? I feel stuck and irre irrelevant. <laughs> um, I get it. Okay. When you're stuck. So let me explain this because I'm writing a book on this. And one of these book days, I'll get the book done because um, that's just the way it goes for me because um, I'm so busy. Uh, you know, when you're feeling stuck, it's you're in a spirit in, in a in a process of a spiritual awakening. It's that first step. And what is that first step? I've been teaching this forever. How do you get unstuck, Kent? Do you remember? No. You don't remember? Do something that scares you. Oh, do something that scares you. Do something yeah, that scares step you. outside you of your little, comfort zone. 
Yep. Yeah. It's a comfort zone issue. It, it could be little and you can start little, go, go get something to eat. You've never eaten before. Uh, yes. Go drive somewhere and do something you've never done before. It gets you out of the mode so that you can make the bigger steps. So go ahead and do that. But that's the only way you'll level up is to do something that scares you. Yeah. And matter of fact, when you're stuck like this, for some reason, I notice that um, there's a microscope on what scares you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm scared to leave my job, but I'm stuck in this job. You know, there's like a microscope on you because all of a sudden that, wow. that problem seems so big. And mm -hmm. what's the, the simple solution? Find a new job. Oh, I'm scared. See? See, it goes, yeah. All right. So remember that. Okay. All right. Brittany says, Hey, Lana, when are Jesse and I moving into our new home? We're planning on ordering one soon. You're ordering one. So you're going to have it built. Um, spring, April. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be talking to somebody in January, but it's going to April. So I, I think I haven't done that fast. Sometimes they do get them done that fast. Most of the houses that have been built around me mm -hmm. live out in the country have taken up to nine months. Because you yeah. know some of these places pull, you know, they drag their feet. You drag know, their feet. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Terry T, good morning. Says, Will my loneliness go away, Miss Lana? I've been feeling this lately. Okay. Well, um, I know this, yes, because you know what? You're gonna force yourself to get out and you're gonna find your tribe, Terry. Because I know that, that that this is a little bit of a tribe. You guys know that if you get online with me on Sunday, we have the same people and we're like a tribe. But I feel like you need that human contact. I need to think that you need to force yourself to get out and join a book club or, you know what I'm saying, something small. Just a little bit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to relieve that and you're going to feel connected. I think what's happened since 2020 is we all feel so disconnected. I know I do. I don't like... I don't know. It's a mental thing for me. Like I hang around the house more than I ever have in my whole life since the pandemic. I'm not a homebody really. I get things done around here. I go do about my business and I'm gone. And I've been hanging around the house more. And I think it's, we got to get trying to get over that and get back to our norm as much as possible. And it's been kind of hard because I know, I noticed that I am, I do hang around my house more and I am like, and then I feel, you know what I mean? Then I'm like, well, I'm, I'm very, very social. So then I'm like, well, I want to go do something. I'm like, no, I need to go home. Well, why? It's meant it's 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 created a, a like a like a like like a wheel in me, you know, mentally. Mm -hmm. So I get this. I understand. Okay. Yep. Right? All right. Uh Ega says, uh, will I receive a payout for my car accident? Yes, it's not quite what you want, but it's not bad either. Mm. Okay. It's uh Tracy says, Was I switched at birth? Tracy seven trace. I don't think so. Tracy. Do you feel like you're just out of sorts and you don't fit with your family? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it's a mobile home. Okay. I get it. She's going to buy a mobile home. Okay. That makes sense yep. because if you buy it. Okay. So going back to my last, one of my last questions. So if you buy it in January or you look at it in the end of January, it would be set down. It would all be in place by April. That would make sense. That does make sense. Okay. That's all yep. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Nicoletta uh, T90 uh, says, I've been lighting candles for angels. Do you see them around me? Yes. Dark blue or a blue, royal, royal blue. Is that Raphael? 
look it up because I see the colors. Um, and every angel has, an archangel has their own color and it's royal blue. And so I think, I don't hold me to this. I think it's Raphael though. It might be Michael. It's one of the big ones. It's one of the four, mm. there's, there's always, there's four big ones. And then after that, there's like, like Haniel and, and, and yeah, Zadkiel and yeah, like that. So if you don't know, go back to one of my podcasts about angels. It's about, yep. so when, when did we do that? We did this, this the, do those this year, didn't we? Earlier. Yeah, go back to all of them are out there on Spotify. So You're whip Spotify. out there to Spotify. I'm and thinking probably go. February or March. I think I did them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Christina Conley says, when do you see me being financially stable, please? And good morning. You uh, next year, middle of the year. Okay, Christina. Nice. Plugging at it. It's going to be a little, got to get through the holidays. It's going to get a little better in uh, 24. Okay. Uh, Wendy says, will I be officially invited for a presentation soon? How will it go? I want to say yes. And it'll nice. go, it'll go and I'm, I feel like you're going to be so nervous and you're going to be like, get yourself worked up and, but it's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sean, uh, then says, Atlanta, when are you doing an interview with Santos Banaki? <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I, I, hey, I'm getting more and more people coming on. I do have, I do have a um, interview with another, he's not an archbishop, but he is a pastor of a more liberal progressive church and he's coming next week or the week after. So, okay. All right. There we go. Uh, Garnet, uh, last one here, and then we're out of time, says, what is causing shakes in my hands? I know it's neurological. Hold on. I want you, I want you to be checked for um, like autoimmune. I, I feel like, boy, I wonder if it's blood sugar. It's something about your autoimmune. I have to look at, I have to study it better. Um, and by the way, just to let you guys know that I'm taking dandelion root. Remember I'm getting my master, my master herbalism. I'm telling you, it's dropped my blood sugar 20 points. Like to a point that I don't need any medicine at all. I was scared I was going to be on medicine. It works. It And it's a superfood. It does so much stuff, you guys. Dandelion root, I'm telling you. If you can eat one leaf, two or two or three leaves, dandelion root or dandelion root or dandelion leaves a day, it cures uh -huh. everything. I'm dead okay. serious. I've never, it's amazing. And I just want to tell you that guys. So and if you want to find that, you can find that, go to Amazon, go into Landis and Janice guy into my store and you can find what I'm buying, but I, but otherwise you can find it online. Okay. Yep. Hey, listen, I know there's some that we didn't get to folks, some questions, but we're right on the back end of this. If we didn't answer it, uh, you know, jump out to uh, Lana's website, EnchantedSKYE.com for fast and affordable answers. Try coffee.com, uh, Enchanted Sky. Uh, you can trust her for good, reliable insights. For all of us here at 216 and Net, thank you so much for getting caught in the net with us. Until we meet again, remember to always be good, but more importantly, be good to one another.